Good morning, and welcome to Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. Wheeling the Pathways of Life is a snapshot of the day-to-day experiences of a disabled individual as they navigate the pathways of the world around us. We hope to shed light on and open your eyes to new perspectives on the lives of those with disabilities. Most of us have disabilities we must live with, but it is the way we deal with them that defines us. The opinions and beliefs expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions and beliefs of this station. And now, Brian Fitzpatrick. Good morning, folks. This is Brian Fitzpatrick bringing you another episode of Wheeling the Pathway of the Life. Good morning, Caitlin. Good morning, Brian. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing this week? Good. Um, so this week we're going to do all this. Um, a little bit of continuation of the discussion we had last week about uh, the nursing homes and the good, the good, bad, and the uh, the bad, ugly. All right, sounds good. Um, situation. Um. Um, yes, um, they're good, they're, the nursing homes vary on placements and why you're there, um, as to how they're gonna go, because if you're only there for a short period of time, like I was this time. It's a little easier to um, handle than it would be if I was in a long term. Um, so you're saying that like sometimes uh, long long term is is more difficult. Long term is more difficult only because you lose your sense of the outside. Okay, I, I could I could understand that. That makes sense to me. Because I can't even go outside without anybody. So you have to have somebody accompanying you outside at all times? Yep. Hmm. Just because of the um, 
environmental controls and stuff like that. I need somebody to go out with me. Okay. Now, for you, I, I would assume that that's very frustrating. Because you are fiercely independent. Yeah. And you do not like anybody to tell you what you can and can't do. <laughs> or try to put limits on you. Um. But it sounds like you had good experiences with this place. With this place, yes. Yeah, you spoke very highly of it. Though, I know that there was some hesitation going in, um, because you haven't always had the best of experiences in the past. And that's really um, affected how you feel moving there, forward. There was hesitation because of the reason why. Because of the reason why. And because of the lack of staff in the current situation we're in right now, not to, not to say that people don't have valid reasons to be out, but um, the system should have some contingencies in place. Mm-hmm. As, as a system, we should have some contingencies in place ready to go. Okay. Um, but, um, as I was stating yesterday in an email, which I haven't got any response back from yet that I know of, um, well, we, we didn't check it today, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, be too worried about that. Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm taking it upon myself to set up a system so that there is a constant backup plan hmm. in place ready to go. Okay. I was just asking if there was, um, if any of that hesitation was also attributed to the fact that, um, I know you've spoken with me, um, that you haven't always had the best experiences. Oh, um. Not yeah. with this place. Not with this place. The experiences oh, yeah. you've had with this place are good, but I mean, like, with other places you've been and that kind of leaving its mark on you and, you know, Attributing some um, distrust yeah, of it's, care. Yeah. It, it was a major distrust and this was many years ago so I'm not speaking of anything right now but mm -hmm. many years ago um, over 13 years ago. Um, so just before you moved into your apartment then? No, actually, before I moved into Rose Manor. 
Okay. Um, I decided to leave my parents' house mm-hmm. right after 9-11. And the fact that they wanted me to go into, the fact that they wanted to go on vacation and I didn't want to go. And the opportunity arose that, uh, hey, I got you a place in a nursing home. That's the first time I've heard of that situation. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? And uh, the difference between this facility that I was in is the difference between 122 patients versus 265. It's a pretty big difference. Yeah. It's like doubled. Yeah. So you don't get as much one-on-one care as you should. You feel like the staff is stretched a little thin Um, in those situations? No. No facility. No facility. Including mine, the setup that I am in right now, is perfect. And even with five staff, humans, even with six staff, Sometimes you run thin with that, but um, with average 30 patients, I don't know, 30 patients on a hallway, and you got four hallways on most units, that's... uh, Quite a few patients. I would say so. 30 patients to one CNA. Um, is a little bit uh, too much for anybody. I could see that. Um, so that 10. Is even too much. Um, there are situations, even where the nurses, um, staff shortages are so bad everywhere that uh, you've got one nurse covering, ah. Uh, three hallways on the overnight and if you've got one diabetic that's crashing you're bound to have another one because you're dealing with that one that's crashing because um, by the time you get the medication to the one that needs it you've got another one hmm it's running in the same problem. Mm-hmm. And 
God forbid you have to send one out at the same time as you're dealing with all that. So, um, send one out to the hospital for a serious medical problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then you got to deal with me needing to be changed at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of put pressure on the system. Mm. Um, there were times that I would run to the lobby in the other facility and stand there at the door waiting for the ambulance to get there so they could get into the door so they could get to the patient Mm -hmm. because there was nobody in the lobby to open the door. That's pretty serious. Open the door. That puts a lot of pressure on, on you as well. Um. Or at least emotional strain. Yeah, it's. But. You do what you gotta do. When it comes to. People's lives. I grew up. I grew up on the medical side and the police side and the. Mm-hmm. The um, firefighting side. So mm-hmm. I mean, well, I'm sure that that, but I'm I'm sure that that also influences um, a lot of your mentality. Where like, if you want something done, you have to do it yourself. Which I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but I'm saying you know, like sometimes it is okay to rely on others and trust that they're gonna do something for you. But it sounds like that probably contributed that as well feeling like you know like you gotta you gotta do most of that stuff yourself if I let somebody do something I always and this is not a bad thing I always backtrack it somewhat to make sure it's done right Make sure it's done the way it needs to be done because I know the system and I know, you know, mm-hmm. how things need to be. And I know it can be annoying, Caitlin. What? When I do that. No. I wouldn't say annoying. I mean, you don't, you don't really do that to me a lot. You did ask me like six times this week if I put Carnation on the list. <laughs> and I did put Carnation on the list, but you wrote it on the list for a second time anyways. <laughs> but that's not that's not a big deal. What I'm saying is that like I feel like, you know, maybe that contributed to your issues with like fully trusting some of your staff to take care of things for you. Do you think that maybe um, yeah, but I also think it's a good good thing that I was taught that... Uh, Self, I'm not saying self-reliance is bad. No. 
I think everybody should have some degree of it. But it just, it seems like it's really hard for you to trust that other people are going to be there to take care of you when you need it. And maybe that contributed yeah. to it. Because I've had situations where they haven't been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had situations where I've had to stay in my chair all night. Yep, you were telling us about that a couple of weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. So. And that has to be really traumatic as well. And then the one time where I was left in bed with the lights on and everything, so. Mm-hmm. That brings up a whole... And then I got the issues of, this is my opinion, I've got all this equipment now that I can be alone at night and stuff, and I'm not allowed to be. Is, um... Yeah, and that circles back to an issue you had a couple months ago, which you were, thankfully, able to clear up, but... um. When you first, it was even before you had all the equipment you had now, but you had enough equipment that if you wanted to, you didn't have to get out of bed at like 7 o'clock in the morning. Like you could stay in bed a little bit later if you wanted to because, you know, you, um, you had the Alexa and if something were to happen, yeah. you could independently make um, phone calls. But even that, you had to, um, you had to spend a little bit of time campaigning for that for yourself. Yeah. And now you have even more equipment. Yeah. So you know, I mean, like it's a, I, I guess, I guess the argument that can be made for that is, um, it might be if something were to happen at like two or three o'clock in the morning and someone like isn't already there, it might be a little bit more difficult to wake them up via phone call, you know? But in the, in the sense of something real significant, this is the way I look at it. If something happens real significant, mm -hmm. I won't be calling the staff anyway. Okay. I'll be calling for... The fire department or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. I could I could see that. Um, am I really worried about waking up the PCA if I need to go to the hospital? I mean, you should be. I mean... I mean, it should be it should be an afterthought. Of course, your first thought your first thought should always be taking care of your own personal health and well being. But I mean, you know, just letting somebody know where you're going and what's going on. Um, that's one of the backup systems on Lifeline too. Um, anytime they're dispatched or anytime I'm transported, they let the agency know. Yeah. Huh. So See, I was unaware of that. It's... Okay. Well, then, 
I guess my argument is kind of null and void then. Yeah. But I didn't know that, and now I do. Yeah. I'm learning. No, it's... Um, didn't mean for it to sound like <laughs> you were um, not aware intentionally, but uh, it's just not something that's ever come up. This is a subject that's never come up. So. Yeah. Um. Like I know, I know what I know what your safety procedures are, but um, in depth about Lifeline has never has never come up between yeah. us. I'm in the process of fighting for something to do with white wine. Well, why don't um why don't you get into that when we come back from our first break? Alright. Alright, that sounds good. We'll be right back. listening to Wheeling the Pathways of Life on WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle. On behalf of UCP of Western Massachusetts, Wheeling the Pathways of Life would like to thank the following organizations for their continued support of UCP. Scarafoni Realty, Greylock Federal Credit Union, Crane Paper Foundation, and the Stationery Factory in Dalton, Massachusetts. And we're back. We're back, folks. Yeah, I'm fighting for a, uh, this is something that I think, uh, should be, um, standard for any lifeline. Is this uh, a GPS one? Yeah. GPS. Should be standard. I didn't realize that it wasn't. No. I think I thought that, like, it just would be, because nope. that's what makes sense to my brain, um, but. Insurances and stuff don't think. Yeah. That people want to be mobile and. Yeah. I. They, they think money. They think one, again, this is my opinion, but I feel like they think one, the uh, um, institutionalized situation. So. Hmm. But I have an interview that will be aired next week that this is one of the subjects that will be... Uh, That's right. We, um... Next week we'll have... We'll have some... Some content from our, our guest. That'll be great. Yeah. It will be spread out between... All the, uh... Shows... All the, um... 
doing certain subjects I may bring in, uh, uh, her opinion, because mm -hmm. we're going to talk about the game and the situations of the game. We're going to go through the game and the situations and get her opinion on several things. And I know she's going to try to get me down to Boston one of these days. Hmm. Well, you've been wanting to take a trip to Boston for quite some time now. It's just a matter of us um, getting yeah. the van. Yeah. Um, and I've also started the process of deviating from the BRTA on one very important uh, situation. Um, going to church. Hmm. I'm trying to get MRC to, um, fund transportation until the BITA can resume someday. Hmm. So, basically what I'm saying, everything is a situation that I gotta look at and say, okay, um, do I have any fighting to do today or do I have any, uh, advocating to do today or can I just do what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, believe me, advocating is my strong point. And, um, Caitlin. Yes. And, believe me, I may argue that, um, uh, stuff is unfair, but at the same time, if I see something that's unfair to the staff, I'm gonna say something as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've seen... I've seen my my share of ridiculous stuff and, you know, I have said something and let's just put it this way. Some people, depending on their frame of mind, don't really like me. And... I, you know, I just don't get that. Do I, uh, do I really, uh, does it affect me? No. No. You don't really let much affect you. Too, too badly. I mean, in a negative sense. You obviously are a caring person, but I mean, like, you don't let too much get you down. No. Now, within reason, okay, and I do this with the permission of the person. Um, most of the time, if somebody's in the hospital, I will show up. You know, I will, I will show up and be there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I made that abundantly clear to you that you know. 
Because of what I'm doing. You know. Mm-hmm. are more important to me than, you know, what I'm doing. You know. Mm. To the point where sometimes it becomes a detriment, you know, but... Uh, yeah, you obviously have to um, think of yourself. Yeah. And taking care of yourself. But for the most part, I do all right. I say so. 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 Is there more that you wanted to? Other that, is there more that you need to know, Gamer? Uh, so our listeners can. No, I mean you. You answered. You answered my question. Um about where some of, like, that distrust comes from um, and why there was some hesitation and going um, And there's one other area that is just the distrust comes from that um, I may have mentioned to you in passing, but then you'll, you'll see what I mean when I... Uh, tell you what it is. Mm. Is my parents were a lot overprotective. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, they were. Every time my parents would, every time somebody would call, like my grandmother or somebody like that, they'd say, "Did you really want to do that, or were you just trying to?" Pacified Brian and um, let him, you know, give him what he wanted. Or did you actually want to do what you said you would do? Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of distrust came from because I'm saying to myself, if they didn't want to do it, they need to be the one to tell me. Not you. Ah, and it was kind of like implanted in your brain that um, people were just doing it to pacify you, or is that what you mean by that? Doing it, doing it so that I wouldn't cause a behavior, or doing it because. They didn't want to suffer the consequences of the situation. Hmm. Okay. I could understand why you might then not trust that what people were doing for you was genuine. I could see that. Then I've got it in my mind of, oh, what I'm asking the PCAs to do. Um... They don't really have to do anything, you know. Cause like they, you know, mm-hmm. they may want to do it, but I've got the letter of the, you know, rules and regulations of the agency. Yes, because there, there are, there are rules and regulations and and boundaries in place to make yeah. sure that you're protected. 
which I understand that, but sometimes I get in way of reality as far as what actually needs to happen. Mm. Yeah, I, I think you I think you answered the questions that I had. Was there something else that you wanted to get into? Um anything <laughs> weighing on your mind today? Uh Well, there is one there is um there's always simple things that I can pull from, but one of the things that I never want to be uh, accused of, and I would implore any um, caregiver or any person doing scheduling or assisting in scheduling, make it well known that if there is a emergency situation and there is a um uh family situation family situation that uh the person will be covered no matter what and you need to take care of it because if you're not emotionally if the if the person it's not emotionally there when they're working with the person they don't need to be there. Because that's where accidents can happen. And yeah, when you're not fully present. Yeah. Situations. Um, and... I think uh, we were almost there with one situation, and uh, the um, desire to keep me out of the nursing home was um, outweighing the need to be home with the family. Mm. I think that's why the uh, decision was made to put me in. Yeah. Because, no, I know that's why. Because even though I had backup plans, there was no residual backup plan to go to if that one didn't work. Hmm. And Kristen needs a, a contingency plan and then another contingency plan if that doesn't work. And there wasn't a secondary. There was only one contingency plan? Yeah. Hmm. So you need two to actually make things work. Like there's two contingency plans if the power goes out in the middle of winter. 
Mm-hmm. And Galen. Yes. What are they? Two contingency plans. Yep. If the power goes out in the middle of winter. I what do you What are they, Brian? Um one is go to the office. Uh-huh. And the other one, if the office doesn't work, go to BMC. Mm-hmm. Because in that situation, then it becomes a medical issue, so. Uh-huh. It's an automatic admission. And, uh, mm-hmm. Um, or... It doesn't have to be in the mission, but just a place to go until the, um... Until the power returns. Or if the furnace goes out or something, Mm -hmm. and it's too cold in there to be able to stay. Yeah. Um, um, that is one of the, uh, um... So basically what I'm saying is you gotta have two consistency plans. You have to have a backup and a backup for the backup. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you need a third backup. In very rare cases. Well, in this case, in the transportation case of me going into the nursing home, we went to number two consistency plan. Um... We went to uh, the second plan, which was PUCP plan, um, instead of using the insurance situation. Mm. Because there was a problem in paperwork, but. A problem with the paperwork? Uh. Problem with the paperwork and transportation, and it was too much of a short time for me having to go in. And when I was notified, so mm. we had no choice but to pull the uh, UCP van to do it. That's why you got the text that said. I will be home for the show because it's deep, 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 man. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was made abundantly clear that because Kristen was driving, She happened to be one of the managers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that time, she was uh, very strongly asked to be there on time to get me. She did quite well. Well, you made it, yeah. so I would say, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
had a little technical problem with the band, but uh, on the way out, but uh, on the way into the nursing home, She was unaware of a little uh, safety uh, system on the band, so I had to do a little education for that. But that uh, mm -hmm. was, was a little bit of a fun situation. And you, um, <laughs> you asked her to return as a guest on the show, right? Yeah. Because we've had her on before, but it's been some time now. Um, and not in the new facility. Oh, we'll be doing it at UCP? No, not in the new facility. Oh, she'll be coming over here, but she hasn't been a guest over here yet. Yeah. That's what you mean. Okay. We haven't done a WCPR facility. No, she has not done that with us. No. I think the only person that has has been Matt. Yes. Which he will be back on in beginning of October. Well, look at that. We've got several guests lined up. Lined up, but not scheduled. In the work, but not scheduled. And, uh, actually, uh... Well, we have one next week. Yeah. And we have one... You just said Matt would be back in the beginning of October, so... Yes. That's a... Sounds pretty... <coughs> Pre-scheduled pre to me. Yeah. Um... In the one next week... The one that will be, um, the one that, um, I will be dealing with next week, will be dealing with it all by myself. Yep. Because I, um, I won't be in yeah. until a little bit after, um, it all starts. She made... She may join in. I may join in at the end, um, but it remains to be seen. It depends on how long it goes. Yeah, it depends on how long Trisha has available for mm -hmm. me. So. Um, and that one will be done. Uh, for those people that um, are used to seeing me in the studio, what we're going to do is roll in that interview at certain roll in that interview during next week's show uh, on certain subjects. We're going to play that, that interview, and it's going to be done by Zoom. And I'll be doing it from the house. So things are going to look a little bit different. And, uh, you, um, then you're used to seeing. Yep. 
but it's fun and exciting and new for us. Yes. So. And then, in, what, two weeks? What's today? Today's the 14th. Um, the 27th to 29th. Uh, Caitlin and I will be going out and, uh, trying to change the, uh, look of the, uh, graphics. We're getting the UCP van. And going gallivanting. It's exciting uh. stuff. We're going to be getting out. And, um... Uh, we're going to have some fun. We always do. Always? Yeah, always. <laughs> but before we go any further, we're going to cut to a break. And we'll be back in just a moment. Yes. You're listening to Wheeling the Pathways of Life on WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle. Support for WTBR comes from Sandrini Enterprises, providing awnings and canopies in western Massachusetts, retractable awnings, retractable screens, gutter and gutter protection systems, commercial awnings, and screen rooms. Customized solutions available online at sandrini.com. UCP of Western Massachusetts is hiring. If you'd like to help people with different abilities lead independent lives, apply at ucpwma.org jobs. We need direct and living caregivers. Join the agency who's reimagining independence. And we're back. Boy, transitions are getting better and better. Don't jinx me. <laughs> I told you that. Mm. Now the last transition is going to be garbage. <laughs> it's your fault. I blame, if it is, I'm going to blame you. <laughs> I maintain that he jinxed me. Or you're either gonna one of these days because I give you such a hard time. I can already tell. It's gonna be oops. I made a mistake. I would never I would no. never intentionally no. make a mistake. No, 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 but I just I would never. I'm just messing with you. You're insinuating that I would deliberately sabotage the show. I don't appreciate that. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's fine. That's one thing I gotta. That's one thing I gotta stop because. Kevin has a rather. Dry sense of humor. Dry sense of humor. Yeah. I have a clear cut, you know, uh, sense of humor. And I'm like, if Sometimes you don't like he it, takes me too seriously. 
If you don't like it, too bad. Yeah, but sometimes you take me too seriously when I'm just being sarcastic. No, but if you don't, I'm my attitude. If you don't like my Sunday humor, too bad. Hmm. Yeah. But um, it's kind of hard to tell whether she's uh, being serious at times. I will admit that that is a problem that comes up quite frequently. Not with you, but just in general. So you catch me uh, kind of being serious at times with her because I'm like... Oh no, she's upset. But I'm not actually. Yeah. I'm just, I don't, I don't know. I have like a, I'm very like deadpan when I, when I say things. I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, you're not the only person to make that comment though. You are not the only person that has like told me that. Um, so it's probably something that I should work on. It's not a major deal. Oh, it's not like the end of the world. Or anything like that. Um, Kaylin. Yes, Brian. There's one thing I should tell people. What? As of last week, this has been going on for a week and a half now. And I just found out about it, so. What? Um, the BRTA is transitioning to a... Um, oh, to like digital accounts. Root match. They call it root match pay. Okay. Right? Because in the system they have now, root match, they put in the times that you need to be somewhere. And based on the times you put in, the computer approximately when they're going to pick you up within within a half an hour 45 minutes um legally they have 30 minutes to get um you to a location um but it's been so difficult for people to go get tickets. And um, that's actually a waste of money for the BRTA because they got to take you to the BRTA for free. And then, uh, no, actually, potentially take you for free and then get paid, hopefully, when you get tickets at the BRTA. So they've gone to... The digital. Uh, digital pay. So it comes right out of your account that you set up so you don't have to worry about tickets anymore and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um... For more information, you can call Joey at the BRDA at 
2.99.2.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.72.
though. Well, I think that's a great idea. This is news to me though. You haven't you haven't told me about this opportunity yet. We'll have to that'll be another one where we'll have to we'll have to set it up. Um that might be another um zoom possibility. Because of COVID, but uh well, after this week, we'll know how to do it, and we'll know what it looks like, and um, it'll only get easier from here. Yeah, and I may end up doing the show from home at some point when the, um, if the weather gets bad anyway, so hmm. that's one opportunity that I... Um, why I chose um, among the um, wonderful team of support and wonderful um, welcoming arms and knowing the team here for as long as I have, um, that's why it made, made sense for me to come over to a facility that I can do it remotely if I need to. Um, and on times that Caitlin can't be here to assist, that's an option too, so. Mm-hmm. Not that I won't miss you. <laughs> But you ain't going anywhere anytime soon, so... Mm-hmm. Um... And Caitlin... Mm-hmm. Um... In, uh... The final few minutes... Sometimes I think... People don't realize that, um... The I'm trying to think of the way to put this. UCP has a slogan, Life Without Limits. Mm-hmm. But people need to remember that there's always limits, but you can't limit the ideas of the individual. You can't limit uh, what the individual wants to do. And if the limit of the in individual is the limit of, of the support they're getting now, not the limits of what they can do. Mm -hmm. They need... They may need more supports to do it, but there's no reason why they can't do it. Mm. Now, I preface that by saying that if there's physical or um, mental incapacity to make those decisions on their own, Somebody's got to do it for them, but 
on the average case. Um, which I'm not average. Average. <laughs> would you consider me average? Average? No, I, yeah. I would consider you extraordinary. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, let's see. Very nice comment. I speak the truth. You are extraordinary as well. Well, thank you, Brian. Anybody that can put up with me is a... <laughs> now, ain't that the truth? All jokes, all jokes. Extraordinary in itself. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... It... Anyway, folks, the thing is... There's one thing about me that is very, 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 um, very interesting for some agencies. If I don't have the support, I'm going to go out there and get them. You're your own advocate. I'm going to go out there and work my... Don't just get what I want. Not because I am selfish and I say, um, I want it, I want it, I want it. I'm not going to sit there and scream until I get it. Just because I'm throwing a fan. tantrum. But I am going to, I will get it. This way, if I'm going through this, somebody else is going to go through it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to find a way to do it and put it out there so that... So that they, they can help themselves. Don't have to do it... Alone? I can push. I can pave the way. You know, I have the... Pathway set. Boy, Cameron. That uh, sounds like a good title for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Very clever. Very clever. Wearing the pathway. Mm hmm. <laughs> it should be cutting the pathway. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. If I could put a saw on That would be pretty dangerous, Brian. <laughs> Notice I don't have much of a fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Well, it looks like we have come to the end of our show for the week. Um, Any final thoughts, been... Brian? What? Any final thoughts? Uh, no. Good old game and uh, 
Thank you all for listening and I I look forward to producing more interesting shows like this. Yep, and tune in next week. We have our guest and we'll be trying out that Zoom feature for the first time. So it should be interesting. And we can't wait to share it with you guys. We hope you've enjoyed this week's show and you have a wonderful rest of your day and your week. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you for joining us for Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and 104.3 WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. May you and yours have a beautiful day, and we'll see you again next week. Since you found each other, I've been so confused Cause I believe there's one soul on this earth That was meant for mine I was sent here to find What if it's you